This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Hi there, welcome along to this podcast and What's New 23 saw our panel take a look at the new album from master producer Trevor Horn with a lot of different guests on there as well. See what we made of it and do enjoy the podcast and join me live on the show weeknights 8 through 10 here on Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd on Dubai Eye 103.8. Welcome back into the show. We love this segment each and every week when we take a look at brand new music that's out there on the market. You might wind up with it in your Christmas stocking. You never know on What's New 23. We have uh, the incredible talents. Um, the lady from uh, the North Country is back with us again. How are you, North <laughs> Country? Thanks for having me back. Yeah. Hat trick now. Yeah, a hat trick. <laughs> Hair gets better every week. I'm not puts, leaving. Puts Mark Lloyd to shame, <laughs> I'll tell you. Great to see you, Lauren Townley. Um, uh, Louise is with us once again, the award-winning Louise. <laughs> have you got your award with you? Do you carry I, it around? With I you? don't carry yeah. it around. It's on my. Um, it's on. It's not a mantelpiece. It's no, I haven't got a mantelpiece, but it's on. It's on my chest of drawers. I look at it when I wake up in the Chester morning. Chest of drawers, lovely. Yeah. yeah, does the cat admire it as well? Uh, she's been nowhere near it, thank goodness. Oh, right. <laughs> Louise, great to see you. Vocalist from the band The Rebel Base. The Rebel Base. Uh, and uh, Phil Pendlebury, it's great to have you back um, in, in action. You've been out and about doing a lot of gigs, I think. Yeah, you've got some sound effects there. Nice to see yeah, you, Mark. A few jingle bells. Nice to meet everybody. And some antlers as well. Yeah. yeah. I'll keep them off for the rest of the show, don't worry. <laughs> nice to see you. Right, a couple of headlines just before we get into the album. Taylor Swift, as if there's any doubt whatsoever, has been named Billboard's greatest pop star of 2023. The rest in the top five, in order, are Scissor, who I learned how to pronounce last <laughs> week from Louise, Beyonce, Ice Spice and Morgan Wallen. Taylor Swift done the business in 2023 I think you can't say anything negative and even if you wanted to but I don't want to mm, and neither do I um, having said that I was I was watching the uh, I saw a few clips of the ERAS video that's that's come out the you know and uh, it, it didn't really grab me but I'm sure it's an amazing show but I don't know what, what, the, the, what the atmosphere didn't seem to come across at me and hit me I don't know why. I think Swifties will disagree. I think Swifties mm. are diehard yeah. fans. And I think... I know am I. <laughs> you know, I don't... <laughs> no, no, but I think... I think I, she's not... I mean, I can't deny that she's not done a phenomenal job and she's probably been one of the hard, hardest working women in music mm. this year, at least. I admire her for re-recording all these albums. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a big thumbs up, isn't it? Just kind of doing her own thing and just being like, yeah, yeah. this is how yeah. you wanted it. Now nah, this is how I want it. I yeah. love that. By Taylor's version of the album's Taylor Swift fan. Yeah, I am a fan, but I do know what you mean. It wasn't like show-stopping, was yeah, it? Yeah, I, I wouldn't like have been up dancing in the yeah. aisles, put it that way. Yeah, I mean, she's fantastic and obviously well-deserved. Yeah. And I do. I prefer her some of her earlier stuff and obviously the country stuff, of mm. course. Yeah. But I know I do agree with you. It wasn't like... <gasps> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I felt. What? Well, just one more thing I, I want to mention. Cher. I think we're all friends yeah. with Cher. Apparently has come out. She was uh, guesting on the Kelly Clarkson show. <laughs> and um, she was asked about not being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She vented about her exclusion saying, and I quote, You know what? I wouldn't be in it now if you gave me a million dollars. A million dollars is pocket change to share, yeah, right? She, <laughs> well, she doesn't need a million dollars. But she should be in there, surely, shouldn't she? I know. Yes. 
I mean, Co- yes. you know, icons laid the foundations in the 60s, yeah. Sonny and Cher. And it's not rock and roll, it's not about the music, it's about the longevity and yeah. the career and what you've done for whatever yeah. genre of music that you work in. Yeah. So, yeah, she should be in there. Definitely. Right. Another guy who probably is in there is um, the man who we're going to talk about this week. I mentioned this album is right up Phil Pendlebury's alley <laughs> because he's a music <laughs> producer and um, really re- revered in the UK. Some of the stuff that he produced back in the, the 70s and 80s have gone down as absolute classics. Trevor Horn. What do we know about Mr. Horn? Yeah, well, a lot. Uh, so I'm not going to go into it <laughs> all right now. But uh, as I was... I think I think I mentioned this while we were sat chatting outside and I think it's worth just quickly mentioning mm. again that he was the guy that really kind of started giving producers who play instruments yeah. a little bit of a name, pushed them forward yeah. a little bit. He yeah. was the first one. I mean, there were other big names. There were Quincy's and, and people like that. Yeah. But Trevor kind of, you know, in the, in the Buggles thing, and then he went on to produce. And once that started, you knew that he was playing the keyboards, he was doing backing vocals, mm, mm. he was rewriting songs, he was choosing samples, he was doing a lot of things that you didn't really know producers actually yeah, did. Yeah, and this is before the, the stock, Aiken and Waterman, isn't it? it? it was, way before, yeah. yeah. Way before that. He, you, you mentioned you walked into a club and you heard a seminal yeah. track from Frankie Goes to Hollywood yeah. um, called Relax, and mm. the, the, the kick drum and the whole production was just it was, amazing. Yeah, I mean, nowadays, you know, we can do that easily we just get a sample of it but back then I, I mean he started professionally producing when he was it was 1981 right. I think yeah okay. yeah 1981 he, he turned professional um, and I remember walking into a place and hearing that kick drum on relax yeah. and the bass and we were all just like, how on earth has he done that? <laughs> now, nowadays, maybe you guys, you won't, you'll hear that a lot. I could go home and do it. But it, back then, it was a it huge thing. Right. Anyway, this album is called Echoes Ancient and Modern. Um, I'm a Bossa Nova fan, so I think I'm going <laughs> to like the first track. I'm not so sure that Louise is. But let's hear the first track. It's called Stepping Out. Got lots of guests on this one. This guest happened to be Seal. Now The mist across the window Hides the light But nothing hides the color Of the lights that shine Electricity so fine Look and dry your eyes Angry words 
Sergio Mendez and uh, Antonio Carlos Jobim. <laughs> I could be on a beach in Rio listening to that. Um, a bossa nova groove on what was originally, of course, a big 80s hit for Joe Jackson. Phil, um, what do you think of that treatment? Uh, okay, so uh, disclaimer here, as uh, I don't uh, often uh, say, but this time, even though it's such a huge thing for me, I haven't listened to any of these. Uh, so this is the first time I'm hearing it. And I was actually really impressed because I, 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 I know you guys were all saying oh it's not you know yeah. and then he does bring in the original bass line albeit it sounds like a, a double bass I believe that is and uh, Trevor Horn's playing keyboards on this one right um, yeah love it <laughs> I love it if it wasn't Trevor Horn maybe I wouldn't you know be quite so keen but I felt like getting up and doing a bit of a cha 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 with Louise to <laughs> that. Flight of the Concords. Have you yeah. seen Flight of the Concords? Come on, then, Louise, <laughs> let me have it. I f- just feel like it's a bit of a song of two halves because the way it starts off is so like atmospheric and groovy, and then the, even the even the chorus when he's singing "Stepping Out," it goes back to that. So I just don't, I don't get. <laughs> The boss, the need. For, I just the, didn't think it so needs it's the it. groove. It's the groove that. It's I the, mean, the vocals. The, fine. Yeah, yeah. I have. I mean, this seal could sing anything. <laughs> seal can sing anyone to sleep. I just don't <laughs> see the need for the boss nova. I, I think I, everything I think he was doing either side of it sounds really cool, and it is giving the the song a new twist from the totally from the original. I don't know. It's just. The bossing over bit was just a bit weird. I know you said two halves. I actually felt there was a bit more than that. It was almost like, all oh, right, okay, we've had, we've had into two, another <laughs> section. We've now. had two changes already in a nice song, and now it's changed. Anyway, what, what do you think then, <laughs> Laura? Hey, it makes me want to step out and dance. I'm here for the bossing over. <laughs> yeah, I could yeah. bust some serious zumba moves to this track I with you in you Rio. Could. I bet you could. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't like it as much as the original, put it put it that way. Uh, but um, I, I love Seal and uh, yeah. I love a bossa nova. If you came and saw my collection in Rashadia, Louise, you, you would have maybe 20 bossa nova albums. Oh, okay. Um, I'm a big Sergio Mendes fan and uh, a big Antonio Carlos Jobim and kind of, you know, really kicks off the whole bossa nova thing. And that's what I used to play when I used to work on cruise ah, ships. We used right. to do tons of bossa nova. Yeah. My issue is not necessarily with bossing over in general my issue is why does this this song need that treatment because mm. there was so much other stuff going on before mm. and after is that it, bit of the court i don't know yeah. it's just is it elevator music yes. <laughs> the middle yeah. of it is yeah i hate to say it but and i would never say that seal was lift music but there's just i don't know <laughs> You see, that's going back to Flight of the Concord again, where they actually do a gig in an elevator. Really? <laughs> you have to see it if you haven't seen it. All right, so we're going to come back. We've got the news headlines coming up next. And uh, another great guest that uh, Trevor Horn has, uh, has plucked out for uh, this album is Rick Astley. We're going to hear the story as to how the song came about, and we'll hear Rick Astley's take on a big hit tune for the rock band Yes. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This 
is the night shift. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Yeah, welcome back. We've got the panel with Lauren, Louise and Phil uh, joining us on What's New 23. We're looking at an album. It's called Echoes, Ancient and Modern, from Trevor Horn, the producer. Now, one of his guests is Rick Astley. Here he is talking about Rick and um, how they came up with this idea to record a Yes song. I was playing with my band in the Hard Rock Cafe in Tokyo a few years back, and Rick Astley happened to be in town. That was the night uh, that he got up with the, um, the Foo Fighters and sang Never Gonna Give You Up. And he came to the show. He got up because he wanted to sing Owner of Lonely Heart. And at first, of course, Owner of Lonely Heart, we were playing it in the original key, which is, I think it's A minor, A minor to D, yeah. Boom, 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 and it's pretty high. Move yourself, you always live your life, never thinking of the future. And that's where it starts, right? Because after that, he goes, see yourself, you are really too high for me. So I always sing it the fourth down. Uh, but we were playing it in A minor, and, and Rick got up, and for the first couple of bars, he tried to sing it in that key, and then he realized that, and he dropped it an octave and it sounded great, and he sang it really well. Um, and, I, and he's a lovely fella, I really liked him. I wasn't crazy about the idea of doing Owner of the Lonely Heart again, to be honest, um, because out of all the records I've ever made, it's, you know, the, the version of it with the S is probably my favourite. Uh, um, well, let's see what the version with Rick Astley is like from, once again, uh, the new album from Trevor Horn, an owner of a lonely heart. Move yourself You always live your life Never thinking of the future yourself you are the move you make take your chances win or lose her see yourself you are the steps you take you and you and that's the only way shake shake yourself you're every move you make so the story goes owner of the lonely heart So before watching now the eagle in the sky, how he dancing one and only you lose yourself, no not for pity's sake. There's no real reason to be lonely. Said be yourself, give your free will a chance. You got to want to succeed. All right then, owner of a lonely heart, absolute classic from the rock band The Yes, who I learnt today, uh, Trevor Horn, um, actually sang with, probably uh, produced. Well, he did produce that uh, that song for them. But there's Rick Astley on vocals. Let's go with Lauren on that. Um, Rick Astley doing Yes. What do we make of it? Yeah, it's my turn to be at a beach club on Rio now <laughs> with this tune. Yeah, yeah, close my eyes. I'm there. I think he sounds great. Um, I think it's produced. I mean. 
Phil will know a lot more than I do, but it sounds like it's produced really well. Yeah, yeah, I love this one. A lot of paddy keyboards and, you know... Yeah, it's sort of coming surreal in... Surreal sounds flowing all yeah, over. Yeah, layering it? up. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Louise? I feel like someone's, someone's going to cotton on that this is a great song to play at, like, Sundowners somewhere. Oh, yeah, that's where I was. Yeah, somewhere, <laughs> somewhere along one of these many beach clubs that we all live... We're all surrounded by. This is a great one for just kind of having on in the background while you're having... Watching the sun go down. Yes. Um, love it. Rick, I love that Rick Astley's having a bit of a comeback, <laughs> doing things with the Foo Fighters and doing things with the Blossoms and singing yeah. Smith songs. And now this, like, he's getting what he deserves because he's a super talented guy. And this is, unlike the first one, truer to the original but still unique. Like, yeah. that was my issue with the first one. It was too different. And if you don't have a yeah. relationship yeah. or yeah. knowledge yeah, of yeah. the first song, it's yeah. not as good. Hmm. All right, this is kind of uh, Ibiza only of a <laughs> it's, it's, owner of a lonely. It's chi- the chill out sessions album, isn't it? It's that it's that sundown exactly like you said. Um, the pumping pad thing. Um, back in the old days, we used to do that. You'd have a straight pad, which just and then you trigger the kick drum triggers it to dip. So you get that, and you can okay. do it with other things. You can do it with with the reverb on the vocal, all sorts of things, and it's. It's just such, it makes you want to move. Yeah. So they're starting to use that. In, I, I did as well in rock music now as, as well. Um, I love it, yeah. I can't, I can't fault it. Uh, Trevor, incidentally, played keys and guitar on that, and uh. the BVs were all him, apparently. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, how about some Andrea Core?
Right then, uh, so uh, Andrea Core and a guy called Jack Lukeman, who um, I believe is an Irish session singer, musician, and a uh, very talented dude, coming together on Billy Idol's at White Wedding. Louise. I actually love this. Yeah. It's so unique. Needs like, to be I in mean, a movie. I'm a super, yeah, I'm a super Cause fan anyway. Like, I am obsessed with Andrea Core, have been since day dot. But yeah, it gives me, like, you know how we're doing these shows like Outlander and Bridgerton that are all period yeah. pieces, yeah. but they've got, like, a modern twist on them? Feels like it needs to be happening in that while there's something going on. Either she's running away from a wedding or, or something. It's got such a spooky atmospheric vibe to it and it just gives a really good unique twist on it and an, an actual another banger like yeah. the original this is a banger and this is just so different but love it yeah lauren would you agree i love this one and of course she's so cool isn't she like everything she does i mean i feel like i was waiting for like a tin whistle solo or something mm-hmm. yeah. just to come in give us a fiddle it does have some <laughs> irish vibes going on in the background like yeah, he's kept that in it which yeah i really love that and just beautiful and even the like steely guitar sound at the beginning oh gorgeous best one so far i think mm-hmm. yeah, yeah absolutely and i didn't realize i didn't put two and two together until we were kind of halfway through that until the kind of irish thing yeah. brought itself to the front and then i realized ah it's it's the car the, yeah. the andrea from the cause um trevor plays keys guitar though so that's that slide that steel slide guitar i love that and all the bbs again wow busy maybe, man is maybe, there yeah, <laughs> where it would fit it's just hit me Go on. When there's a wedding in Peaky Blinders. Yes. 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 There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All, all thumbs up from the control room as well. Um, we're going to come back. We've got uh, another couple of tracks that we're going to squeeze in for you from this album once again from Trevor Horn. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8, the UAE's number one talk radio station. Yeah, it's a look at What's New 23, a brand new album from Trevor Horn, the um, renowned music producer. We just had a beautiful version of White Wedding. Um, Another song, Phil, I know you're... uh, hotly anticipating is Slave to the Rhythm. Absolutely, it's an iconic original. It's one of those you know, every producer musician from from that day and probably since should know this track, yeah, Mm. in one way or another.
then, there's our fourth track from the album, Trevor Horn's uh, latest Echoes, and uh, features a lady called Lady Blackbird on that tune. Slave to the rhythm. Who am I going to go with <laughs> first? Straight ahead, Louise. Are you going to come to me? Um, is it me or does she sound like Randy Crawford? Yeah. First, first off, like I don't know who she is, but wow. Um, again, Phil will have more to say about it in comparison to the original. But there was a point at which I even had Pink Floyd vibes. Yeah. Like, Pink Floyd vibes, Randy mm. Crawford, amazing. Again, like, this was my issue with the first one. Thinking about what he's treated these last two songs that we've listened to, how he's treated these last two songs, and how atmospheric they are and how there's so much going on. Why the bossing over in the first one? Because what he's done with this is amazing. Like we could have, we could have had Seal doing what this la- yeah. lady's doing in the background right Keep now. Keep the bossing over, <laughs> Lauren. Lauren, what about you? Outstanding vocal. Wow, amazing. And yeah, the beautiful keys at the start. And I love that the um, kind of kept like an eighties synth sound mm. going as well. And then when the percussion and the drums come in, it's like yes, here we go. We're off. Yeah, fantastic, large. large, large. It is indeed. It's it's a it's a tough one for me that because the original is such an iconic song, such a lot of work went into the original version yeah. of this. The drum groove, the shuffle drum groove that's in the original. I don't know yeah. if you remember it, but it is so special. And it was all little loops, and they put things together. Dave Gilmore from Floyd. Oh, there you go. There was there a go. sample of him on it, which right. nobody knew. Uh, I mean, a lot of work. There's a documentary. Grace Jones, right? And it was Grace Jones, who also was a lot of work to get to actually perform (laughs) that song. She was. I bet she was a handful to work with. Notoriously (laughs) difficult. But anyway, um, yeah, I I totally see what you're saying because there was two sections there. There was the big intro, and you were wondering what was going to happen. And then, thankfully, brought in the the shuffle, which was, you know, kind of keeping my fingers crossed. Um, Lovely orchestration. Beautiful orchestration. But there was only that. It wasn't, okay, we've done the shuffle now, we're going to try something else. It was just the intro and the main song. The BVs and harmonies as well. I love a shuffle. (laughs) And uh, incidentally... That's him doing the drum programming and the bass on that one. Yeah, oh, wow. The bass was lovely, wasn't it? Was it like fretless sound yeah. and bass? It, yeah, yeah. It, so it could have been a Jaco Pastorius. Could have been style. a sample, could have been yeah. real, who knows? Right, we're going to have a little vote, the committee. Um, <laughs> do we want Love is a Battlefield oh. or Avalon? Which one should we go with? Um, Louise, what, which way would you See, vote? I would say, I think we've probably got more to discuss with Love is a Battlefield. Lauren? Hmm. I'd like to hear oh. his voice. Right, that's yeah? that's okay. one each. It's Lauren, right. it's down to you. <laughs> Avalon or Love is a Battlefield? Let's do it. Love is a Battlefield. Oh, Love is a Battlefield. <laughs> I'll Sticking tell you what, I'll try and squeeze a little bit of a Don't worry, food. don't worry. It would help me to know Do I stand in your way? Or am I the best thing you've had? Believe me, believe me I can't tell you why But I'm trapped by your love I'm chained to your side 
Field with Mark Almond, of course, famous for his work with Soft Cell and a great solo vocalist as well. Uh, what do you make of that, Phil? Love his battlefield. I, I was not a fan of Tainted Love and all that Soft yeah. Cell business that was going on back in the day. <laughs> I was not a fan at all. Actually, I thought he sounded a bit like Simon Le, Le Bon on that one. Oh, okay. He had that kind of... Yeah. I, I wouldn't have known it was Mark Armand yeah. if you didn't tell me. Uh, regarding the song itself, obviously classic song in itself, that version, yeah, okay, didn't yeah. until the drums came in and the, yeah. and the nice synth bass then I was like yep approved yeah, thank Lauren you. has it got the stamp of approval okay, yeah I agree with Phil at the start I was oh what's happening here and then when the bass and the drums come I think it's better when that yeah, yeah. when that comes in when you can hear the soft cell as well. yeah, yeah you can hear the soft cell it's a bit um I was getting like Bonnie Tyler vibes at some point mm. as well like as it went on I was like yes come on give me the drama Louise I I'm an absolute massive fan of the original. Yeah. So oh, this was this was Pat a di- yeah. yeah. So this was a difficult one for me when I heard it. But my only issue is that I feel like his vocal should have sped up when the drums uh-huh. kicked in, like the nice beginning. Mm. But then it needed to speak. His vocals needed to be a Got bit you. sped up to kind of go with the, double the rest. The, yeah. Double the time. Double the delivery time. Yeah. To just because it felt a bit at points, it felt like he's a bit behind it. But mm. I love the. Uh, you said soft sell I was thinking small town boy I'm going to stop <sighs> you there um, right. yeah I know what you mean Jimmy Somerville uh, let's hear his voice oh this is Trevor this is Trev yeah. Trev Trev
Sorry, Trev, I've got to cut you off there. That's all we got time for. But uh, I think a rather nice arrangement. Not Brian Ferry, but I, I, you know. I'm looking forward to listening to it properly. Yeah. I wonder if he goes up because he's obviously got a bit of a range. We heard it in that yeah, interview. Yeah. He's got a higher range, even though he was only playing about. Um, I think yeah, that's going to be on my playlist for sure. Louise, Thank very you. quickly, final remarks. It's no Brian Ferry no. <laughs> for this last one. Generally, the whole album though. Um, it's interesting. Yeah. I don't think I'll be rushing to listen to it on repeat, but some of this, like some of those treatments he's done on some of the songs, are interesting. Yeah. That I may steal if we've got any of these songs in the band set list part. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you got to squeeze that in. I like yeah. this one. Yeah. It's such a tune. Obviously, originally. No, I really, really like it. And yes, I'm gonna get onto White Wedding right now. Right. Super quickly, <laughs> where's everybody playing? Lauren, where can we see you singing? Friday night, Offside, JBR, Saturday, London Social, Garden Brunch, Saturday night, Taj Palm, and Sunday, Maldives. I'm out. Love. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Can we come? Louise? Uh, Wednesday, Friday, I'm in Lockstock and Barrel, JBR, and also Christmas Eve, and then on Saturday, we're heading over to Lockstock and Barrel, Abu Dhabi. Mm. Lovely. When, when are you there? Saturday. Oh, I miss you. I okay, so I'm Thursday at PJ's Abu Dhabi and Little Bavaria on Friday in Umal Queen. And then my live stream for Steinberg, all about production stuff, Yeah, is next Wednesday evening. Ooh. Lovely stuff, guys. Thank you so much for coming in and talking all things Trevor Horn. That brand Thank new you. album is Encore Ancient and Modern. You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.